Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So I've got some things you didn't know about ranch dressing. Now, oh. who? what's your favorite dressing? Around the room, Tom, quickly. Uh, Probably ranch. Okay. Southwest Chipotle. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I eat several, but I guess Parmesan peppercorn. Okay, Ooh. so for me, as long as it's not clear, I'm okay with it. You know, uh-huh. that's not fair. You made us pick our best favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I would probably go with ranch too, okay. for the most part. Um, We're I, very I, boring people. Kato's <laughs> <laughs> the only one with any coolness yeah. to him. But like, I have balsamic vinaigrette at home. Yeah, that's what I've been using when I eat salads at home. Well, ranch dressing has been the best-selling salad dressing in the U.S. since 1992. Wow, what was before that? I don't know. Because I would like one wonder what probably. the hell yeah, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? I still like every once in a while, but yeah. I'll, I'll just mix ketchup and Duke's mayo. Whenever I'm having Thousand Island dressing, I'm having a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's, that's the secret good. sauce. Or okay. uh, Reuben. Well, Hidden Valley says only 30% of the dressings they sell now are used actually on salads. Oh, I thought you were saying they're used. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, they put it on wings. 8% of Americans put ranch dressing on burgers. Uh, 36% <laughs> said the cold pizzas where they dip their ranch Ooh, dressing. Yes. French fries. Oh, yeah. So French good. fries mentioned and also mixed with ranch. Uh, they, ran with, they mix their ranch with salsa. When they're dipping their oh, chips. that sounds good. Yeah. I, you remember that time we went, I don't know if you were there, Kato, but a buddy of mine, we went to a salad bar, and he puts butterscotch pudding, because sometimes they have the puddings right beside the salad dressing. Oh. He put butterscotch pudding on his salad, and it did not taste good at all. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, Tom, you were right a while ago. Of course, uh, Hidden Valley just unveiled ranch dressing ice cream, which sounds weird. It's going to be at Walmart for a couple of months there. <laughs> I love ranch dressing, but I don't think I want it as an ice cream. Guarantee you it's one of those things that's so weird it's good. Okay. How do you know? Because a lot of times when you see something like that and you think, there's no way, and you try it and you're like, oh, there's a way. It's like a bacon maple milkshake. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds gross, but it was delicious. They're on donuts, too. I had a bacon maple uh it's the candy. What's that candy called? Um, brittle. M&Ms. Brittle. Oh. And it was good. It was Amish made. Well, with the ice cream, they say one person said that it's got like a taste of garlic powder. 
Oh, that's not what I want, uh-huh. ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> and then a lot of people are saying it's a sweeter version of ranch, so it would be good to dip with your french fries. Mm, I, I would rather not be a sweeter version. I'd rather them just take the exact same thing and make <laughs> it into a sweeter ice cream. Well, that's not the only thing that you can get ranch dressing in that's weird, but uh, your soda. Like, mm. yeah, your cold drinks. No, you can't make me throw up. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> they teamed up with Lester's Fixin's Soda, and you can get the ranch dressing soda. They also sell bacon soda, peanut butter, and jelly-flavored sodas. So Baking soda. Soda. <laughs> That's weird. Bacon. Oh, yeah. I misunderstood yeah, it's, you. It's bacon. I was like, it's going to taste like that white powder? <laughs> <laughs> well, and salad dressing's been around for a long time. Babylonians used oil and vinegar for dressing greens nearly 2,000 years ago. So, so that means diets have been around for that long, too. Well, back then, you know, you think about it, they were still trying to cover up the taste of the salad however they could. Let's put yeah. some oil and vinegar on it, and that <laughs> yeah. way it won't taste like a salad. That's what salad dressing is for. It's like you don't really want to taste the <laughs> lettuce and the tomatoes and stuff on it. I'll just cut, drench it with salad. I'm going to have myself a healthy lunch. Drenched in ranch. <laughs> I had a friend pull through a drive-through, and she said, "I went with the salad. I want to be healthier." So I started looking online. I said, "You should have got the original chicken sandwich. It's less calories than that salad." Yeah, isn't that funny? Got. Yeah. She goes, "Well, I was trying to eat healthy. I'm like, get the chicken sandwich next time." <laughs> well, Hello. ranch dressing was created back in 1949 by a plumber who turned cowboy. So he was a plumber, and he had been working on his buttermilk dressing recipe. Butter. He was working on his buttermilk. And then he moved to California with his wife. They bought a ranch, and his buttermilk dressing soon became popular in the community. And that's when it became Hidden Valley Ranch. And they started selling it to uh, supermarkets back then. Two decades later, they sold the company for $8 million. Wow. That's not bad for buttermilk, mayo, and, uh, you know, herbs and spices. Mm -hmm. But they're probably hating it now. Why? Yeah. $8 $8 million, I mean, now they make billions of dollars but on dude, salad dressing. He didn't have to do any work. He just got $8 million. And what year was that? Uh, back in 72. Oh, my God. That was a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. That was probably like 20 or $30 million now. It's a lot now. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it was a whole lot then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the average American consumes salad dressing how many times a year, do you think? Wow, that's tough because every time I have salad, I have salad dressing, but I don't have salad very often. <laughs> <laughs> was the last time a couple years ago? Maybe? No, I've had one at, at a restaurant okay. not long ago. 38 times a year, people that's eat. All? Yeah. That's a lot, yeah. I think. That's almost one a week. Is that excluding it as a dipping sauce? No, that's just a salad, right? Uh, it says those served with ranch. 15 <laughs> of the... Okay. Oh, oh, it says... Salads, right? Yeah, salad dressing. It just says salad. Oh, That's well, why it's so low. Know. If yeah. it was added as yeah. a dipping sauce, that number would triple. Well, I have friends. She puts it on her baked potatoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's yum. Not bad, yeah. On her baked potatoes. But I'm not a big ranch fan. I don't mind the taste, but I never order anything with ranch. So I'm not celebrating today. Okay. <laughs> well, Italian dressing is number two on the list. I like Italian. And you know what? It didn't really become famous, really famous, until 1986. Why is that? Wait, which one are we talking about right ranch now? Ranch dressing. Okay, ranch. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. When did you say he sold it? 1986. He, he sold, sold it in 72 as salad dressing. I don't know. Paul Newman started making it. It became very popular because Doritos 
cool and their ranch. Cool Ranch oh, <laughs> dressing. That's really? weird. Burritos, I would have yeah. thought the other way around. I thought they would have done Cool Ranch because it was so popular. Yeah. No, that's when it came super popular and everybody knew it. I don't like Cool Ranch Doritos. Give me oh. nacho cheese every time. Oh. And then finally, you can order a ranch dressing fountain if you're having a party. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, does it? Yeah, you I have mean, it for all those little dumb vegetables you put out and they can take their broccoli <laughs> sprout and just stick it in the fountain. What What are vegetables? What do they call them? It's the green stuff on vegetables? the table. <laughs> After I seen what the kids do in the chocolate fountains and restaurants, oh, I know. I won't ever eat out of a fountain again yes. unless it's pouring liquor. I was at I was at a wedding and a kid was taking his finger, putting it under the fountain, and then licking it ah. and putting it back in there. Where over was and over. the parent? Matter of fact, I think it was you. It wasn't a kid. It was Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my parents aren't with me all the time. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. We had a very interesting experience while you were gone, Cato. The uh, nerd news segment, we had to do it without you singing. I heard. and uh, I mean, there was complaints filed with the FCC. Well, Edwin, Edwin stepped Edwin up. Edwin McCain actually did. It was really good. Celebrity. Oh, that's not the one I heard. I heard Torian <laughs> Hawk's version. Rude. I thought we did good. <laughs> well, you're back, and I've got nerd news. All so right. I guess it's news, time to sing that nerd intro. News, nerd news with Tom. Yeah. <laughs> a little rusty, but hey. Yeah. Uh, Vicato was gone. For Ready for me to go back out of town? No, it was Hawk that was off. It started way too soon. Okay, so it's time for nerd news. This is one of our highest rated segments on the show, which is awesome because that means our audience is smarter than the average people. If you enjoy nerd news, you're above average in intelligence. Oh, I see what you did there. I don't know what I did, but I'm glad I did something. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Hawk doesn't like it. I did not know that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is uh, an article that was in the news. It's a pretty big deal. Pretty scary, I think. But scientists revived a zombie virus that has been frozen underground for 50,000 years. You ever read stories like this and sometimes you're just in the mood to be like, you know what? Bring it on. You mean they had zombie cavemen? Um, (laughs) So actually, a zombie virus is one that has not been alive or present on the planet in any kind of living memory or any kind of, you know, centuries or more. Do you think they're pushing their luck? Yeah, you think, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, the scientists said not to worry. (laughs) They've done this before, and they only do it with viruses that can't infect humans. Sure. And they also said, (laughs) hey, after what they did in China, we can't do any worse. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) Um, In other doomsday news, NASA has spotted an asteroid that has a chance of hitting Earth on Valentine's Day of 2046. So you don't have to worry about being alone on Valentine's Day. Well, what do you mean by that? Because the world's going to end if an asteroid hits. That would be really sad to have to live through that alone or die through that alone. That's the first Valentine's Day I'm looking forward to. (laughs) I was trying to include Cato. Thank you. I think positively you look at it, guys, you don't have to buy a Valentine's Day gift that year. (laughs) Of course, Cato doesn't ever have to. Uh -uh. Sorry. Uh, But 2046, they say the odds are currently 1 in 600 that it might hit us, which is kind of high, I think. I mean, that's a pretty scary odds. They said they're tracking it because it's 160 feet across and could do some pretty major damage. So that's 20 
two years from now, 21 yeah, years yeah, from now? Yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I'll be tired by then. Okay. Instead of retiring, he's just going to spend yeah. it all and hope for the meteorite on 2046. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. In other space news, the space station had to fire its thrusters to avoid hitting another satellite on Monday. Um, so that is kind of scary when you think about there's so much garbage floating around in orbit. They had to actually move out of the way for something that was going to come and careen into them and smash into them. Oh, I misunderstood that when you said fired the thrusters. So I thought they were fired and we're looking for employment. You know, we don't see the protest of all the trash in space. And wouldn't that be more dangerous than, you know, Earth. I agree, Kato. <laughs> yeah. Like that supposed plastic thing out in the Pacific yeah. Ocean. Who cares? Because if we clean up Earth and our atmosphere is destroyed, I mean. Yeah. Imagine you clean the whole Earth and then suddenly stuff starts falling from the sky. It'd be like trying to clean up when you got kids living at home. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My dog makes more of a mess than my kids do with toys. My wow. husband does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, this is also interesting. They had another satellite that was malfunctioning, and guess how NASA fixed it? The same way you or I would. Smack it until it works. They turned it off and turned it on again. <laughs> Reboot Reboot yeah. And wow. it fixed it. That's sad, too. Yes. It's like the guys going up in space, like, you'll be fine. Let's just reboot this. Okay? <laughs> All right. Did they call out... Uh, Customer service tech, all right. Yeah, they, they were on phone with someone from India. <laughs> they were calling the Geek Squad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, this is something I think we've all heard before, heard people talk about. Someone finally did the research. What would happen if all eight billion people on Earth jumped up and down at the same time? What would happen? Well, a website called IFL Science looked into it, and they said, oh, not much. But here's their idea of not much. Actually, it would feel like a small earthquake. Ooh. I think that's amazingly cool. That's cool. We should do that. Now, yeah. they say the logistics are kind of hard because everyone's on different times and all that stuff. We should do it on that Valentine's Day where the world's going to end anyway, and then that way if it doesn't end, people will be scared for like just a second. Same. Thinking yeah. ahead. You I gotta think thinking, of the future, Tom. I was thinking more like if in case we actually throw the Earth off kilter, A, we could move it out of the way of the satellite or the, the, <laughs> uh, the asteroid that's going to hit us, or we might move us into it, but regardless, we were already had a 1 in 600 chance of dying anyway. It'll be like everybody does the cha-cha slide at the same time. Yeah. To the left yeah. now, y'all. Jump. Jump <laughs> to the left. <laughs> that would yeah. make a good movie. We can get Ben Affleck in it. <laughs> Bruce Willis won't be able to, but oh, hey. Funny. That's too soon, dude. I didn't mean it in a joking way. I was just trying to think of who we could get to do it. Um, but that would be kind of cool to make a movie where we all jump at the same time. Would it? I mean, how long would that movie be? Like maybe five well, minutes no, long? You, no, it, see, you, you didn't listen. It would take I immense logistics <laughs> to organize that. Trying to get everyone exactly at the same time to jump. And then if one person jumped a little off, we got to do it over again. You ever tried to get a room full of people to say happy birthday at the same time? I know, right? I don't think we're going to no, make this exactly, happen. Exactly. That's why the movie would be long. <laughs> All you need is that song. Jump, 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 jump. jump. Everybody jump, jump, jump. jump. Okay. <laughs> well, have you ever seen anybody try to get the line dance correct? I mean, I don't think that we could do a movie like this. We absolutely would be brilliant. Tom Hanks could be in it. He could no, be like Sully, I'm and he could get know. everyone. To, you're just mad at Tom Hanks, but he's a great actor. And Tom Cruise, too. No. We could get all the actors everyone hates. Hate all Toms. 
<laughs> oh, there's a theme running there. <laughs> Nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news with Tom. Oh, Tom. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Tom educated us with a current story about, I guess, someone that shot another guy a bird. It is not illegal to shoot someone a bird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should maybe clear that up a little. Yes. That was something I talked about yesterday or earlier. To, when did I talk about yesterday? That? Okay. And, I mean, you why, made it sound like we just said it a couple minutes or seconds ago. Someone might be going, I didn't hear that. <laughs> like, like, okay. Yesterday I did this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so anyway, that's not illegal, apparently. Right. In Canada. (laughs) That's where that was ruled, but it shouldn't be. So if you are doing these hand gestures, you need to stop because they're stale and expired. I mean, like one of the ones that's acceptable now that's kind of new is swiping right or swiping left. You know, you see someone like a... That's <laughs> stupid. You swipe <laughs> right or left on that person. I've never seen anyone do that in no. real life. If yeah. you're a Tinderella, you might be used to swiping left or right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, just swipe. Just go ahead. Move on with your conversation. Let me swipe to the next one. Now I'll do that if somebody's in my way. I'm like, do the left. Okay. Get out of my way. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if it actually moved them out of the way? That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be good. <laughs> so they say these hand gestures are stale. The air guitar. Don't do that. One of the number one things not to do. If you see your dad doing that, tell him to stop, all right? (laughs) Do you do that out in public? No. No, I do it at home. Yeah, in private. (laughs) (laughs) Double thumbs up. Oh, you know, going back to the air guitar, how about when you're in your car and you're doing the drums on your yeah, steering wheel? I do that all the time, but it's not air drums. I'm actually playing the you're drums. You're playing along with the song on the radio. Because different parts of the steering wheel make different noises. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm doing it for me, not for anybody else. Then you accidentally hit the horn and you're like, oh, nope, sorry, we're good. Okay. No, I never did that. Double thumbs up. That's stale and old. People say don't do that one. What about I, the one? The one thumbs up still is not okay. good. 19% I, said that's stale. Don't see a problem with a double thumbs up. Hey, hey you're, good. you're cool. You're now cool. I see the problem. Hey, okay, all right. That I would just be like, <laughs> oh, that is still that is so. Uh, well, I'll quit doing that at my daughter's looking. volleyball games. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah don't. Oh, <laughs> I used to love when my dad would do that. The two thumbs up. I'm like, yay. Oh, okay. Well, dads oh, can do yeah. that. Yeah, anything that's can. stale and expired, dads are okay to do. Nope, yes. not doing it now. Okay. <laughs> Because that's where dad, dad jokes come along. I still use the one thumbs up, but if like somebody's asking me a question from across the room, I'm like, okay, or you know, I'm good, I'm good over here. The old check mark in the air to let the waitress or waiter know that hey, <laughs> I need the check. Okay, you can bring me the check. My dad would always vogue when he was asking for a box. He would literally do his hands up and do them in a shape of a box and ask for it. And we're like, Dad, what are you doing? And he's like, I just need a box. Maybe the waiter or waitress didn't understand what he was talking about. You know, I'm realizing I think I do that too. But I do it down. I'm like, just a box. Get well, a box to go. And no. I'll just do a square. Yeah, he'll start to do it now. And he's like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> it's not really. They don't give you that kind of box half the time. Yeah. You have to make like a hexagonal shaped weird box, you know. <laughs> All right. This is weird. Weird, but pinky up while drinking a coffee or tea like nah, you're fancy. That. That's supposed to be polite, though. My kids do that all the time at the table just to be goofy, like they're drinking their <laughs> milk or whatever, and they'll put their pinky up, and the other one will laugh. And most of the time, my pinky's under the cup, so 
I don't slip. It doesn't slip out of my hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Punching your fist into your palm to show that you mean business. Oh, <laughs> Are you going to demonstrate? It's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to get you. Oh, he's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. Not me either, Kato. Yeah. And then you point to the person and, ah, well, that person not me okay they say fist bump <sighs> is out i disagree i feel like with covid and all the still re- remaining lingering yeah. worries about germs people fist bump all the time i'll still do it all right and then finally if you're doing these hand gestures stop they're stale and expired raising one finger to get people to stop talking Shh. who did that to begin with Shh. hog librarians <laughs> You mean to your mouth? Oh, no, like, no, no. It's like someone's talking, like, you know, or like, give me a second. Let me finish what I'm saying. Like, they'll hold up the one finger. So what do you do? Well, the, the other person starts it's, talking. I mean, sometimes you'll raise your hand and do it all five fingers. So, what are you supposed to do to get them to hush? Well, get them in a headlock and wallow them down to the ground. <laughs> just go. I just, <laughs> I just said waller. Uh, yeah, you waller them down to the ground. Don't say that either. That's stale and expired. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, do what you want to do. Well, if you're a dad, you can get away with all these, yeah. all right? But your kids are going to be laughing behind you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, just how is texting killing your relationship? I don't know, because I don't think it is. You know what? Nowadays, as much as we have our phones in our hands, we should have holsters like in the old Western days where you just put your phone like in a holster and you just whip it out. <laughs> they do. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> no, like like a gun holster? I mean, they practically do. Well, that's a clip-on. That's they like, don't only have clip-on. That's I, cheesy, I, too. I, t- I told you my dad... <laughs> His phone was ringing, and he couldn't get it off the clip. And he had, I walk in, and he's got his pants hanging from his cell phone. I love you know, that wasn't, story. Wasn't too savvy there. But guys and girls do text differently. So how is texting killing your relationship? The text conversations never end. You've answered her texts about plans for the weekend, and you assume that that's the end of it. But some women will want to keep the conversation going and going and going and going. And women tend to be more conversational than men do. Now, on, in your case, Tom, it's you usually that keeps the conversation going and going and going. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. I mean, I'm married. We have text conversations. It makes sense to me. What about you, Tori? Did you I, and John text? I'd say I'm probably the worst texter between the two of us. Okay. But Tom's conversations, even as coworkers, they keep going and going. <laughs> and I walk back, you know, I'll lay it down for three or four hours and come back, and y'all are still talking. That's <laughs> the thing about text, though, is that you answer when you want to, so it doesn't really matter how much the other person texts. I haven't noticed, Hawk. My notifications are turned off for Tom. <laughs> Let me go see if well, I missed any. They say just a few extra words demonstrates that she is a priority in your life. You Aww. did, Kato. <laughs> a lot. Oh, no, but if you want to get out of the conversation, you can just put something like, sounds good, I've got to run, talk to you later. <laughs> just put the letter K. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'll get to that in just a second. All right. She gets mad when um, you don't text back fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you got your phone. Don't play with me. Well, text they, me back. They say always better to fire off this little quickie than just flat out ignore the text. And a new study claims couples take longer to text each other back the longer they've been together. 
<laughs> Early days of texting, the response time is about 16 minutes, but after a couple years of marriage, it's like 24 minutes. So as you continue on with your relationship, the text back time is way longer. I like to just consider that that now we're comfortable with each other. Okay. But That's he needs true. to text me back. But I mean, it depends on what it is, whether it's time sensitive or not, and what they're doing. Like, if I text my wife and she's getting her nails done, I understand if she doesn't text me right back. That's what's so great about texting is you don't have to be there at the same time as the other person. But you got that one person that every time you're with them, they're always texting and phone's always in their hand. But when you text them, they don't text back. And you're like... I know that phone's in their hand. Yep. yep. <laughs> I know they see this. That person's not as good a friend as you thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, in the early days of texting, they say she complains about the content of your text. So, woman gets disappointed when they receive a response to their text to just say, Kato, K. Okay, yeah. In fact, we just got a text that says that drives them nuts. <laughs> I don't want to talk in the phone ever. Hey, text them back, K. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. But the problem, uh, they get upset when like a sweet text isn't reciprocated with the equal amount of sweetness. Well, and the texts do change over the years. I mean, when you're first dating, it's like, good morning, beautiful. After a while, it's like, if you leave your shoes in front of that door one more time. Yeah. Well, I have an wow. example wow. of like... We're romantic. <laughs> I have an example of early dating. So I had such a great time with you last night. You want to catch a movie Friday. And then you reply with something like, sure, do not do that, okay? Because what she really wants is, I had a great time, too. Sure, Friday's great. She don't want just a sure. Oh. You know sure what I'm saying? can be read a lot of different ways. Like, sure can, sometimes I'll read sure, and I'm like, oh, they hate me. Well, that's the thing. When you're early in the dating, if all you say is sure, then you obviously aren't having the butterflies that you're supposed to be having. <laughs> you're sure. supposed be a- to be like, you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you because... But what, if your wife texts you and is like, hey, you want to catch that movie this weekend, sure is fine. Because well, you're not looking for each other to make each other feel like you just met again. Okay. You're trying to figure out if you want to go to the movies But or you not. just said it as a question. What if she puts in front of that question, hey, you know what? I had a great time talking with you last night. Or I had a great time being with you and watching, you know, that uh, Netflix show. Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So. Uh, you know, I, w- I would be more likely to actually say something like, yeah, I enjoyed it too. Hey, you want to catch this movie or whatever? I'd be like, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shortest amount of words possible is the way I do it. Uh, we know. Yeah. I was going to say, you're the one who actually needs to read this. <laughs> we finally yeah. got Hawk to at least put K if you text him. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I just read yours. I'm kind of like that person that doesn't get involved and I, I you know, I don't participate, uh, but I, I stand. It's kind of like, you know, TikTok or some of those. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of an example where you just, I'm the taker. In the social media relationship, I don't participate. I'm the same way, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't post a lot. I'll yeah. like a post of yours, yeah. but I won't ever leave, hardly ever leave a comment under a post. Yeah. yeah. I won't hardly ever not leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen them. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t